It's time for Love Talk with the love lady, Evelyn Davidson herself, with her special guest, Carol Sinkle. Love talking today about developing heroic strengths. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davidson. Uh, one of the favorite times of my week is when we're in the studio. Love talking with you. And uh, it is exciting, Gavin, to know where we are. And we are right to the point where our FM station is coming on very shortly. And that's exciting to me because that will just about triple our audience and those of you who listen to us. We want to thank you for joining us uh, here on the bridge. And we're building bridges of love and leadership. And our special love lady, Coach Carrie, is out today. She's coaching girls basketball. And Kathy's on vacation, so it's me and my friends today. We are in a series called Living, Loving, and Leading in the Gaps of Life. And today we're going to be love talking about developing leadership strengths through personality and being used by God to share, uh, by God to share his, um, his love and his plans for times like these. And he does have a plan for each one of us. He has a gift bag he wants to give us to bless us. And our key verse today is Jeremiah 29, 11. And this says, I know the plans I have for you. They're plans for evil and not the plans for good and not, not for, for evil. <laughs> that as you come to me and pray, I will listen and hear you and show you great and mighty things which you have never seen or heard. So we're continuing our journey through the gaps of life. We've talked about God's anointed people, God's appointed places, God's abundant purposes. And we have walked uh, through some gaps of love and fear and need and pain and have arrived at the generational thought, gap of generations. And so what is the generation gap? It is, is it biblical? Yeah. How can we get set in the generation gap and grow and glow? We're going to find that out today as we get some answers from our friend Carol Sinkel uh, and her her friend Erin, and I want to welcome Carol. She's a longtime friend whom we've shared a lot of years reaching and teaching. She's chairman of an event that we'll have in Belton, and it's called You Are the Apple of My Eye. It's personality and generational conference. And so I want to welcome Carol and Erin. We're just thrilled to have you today as our guests on Love Talk. Thank you for inviting us. We're really excited to be here. It's been a long time since we've had an inter- uh, changeable conversation. Where yes, we it has. Yeah, yeah. We grew up uh, many years ago. Uh, yeah. You know, in in this regard. Well, um, how about introducing Erin Foss? Tell us how she is connected with you. Erin is a fellow member at my church in Temple uh, Foundation Church. Yay! And um, she is on the praise team. And our close relationship right now is because we are both uh, working together on the team that's going to hold the retreat, and she's going to be leading us in worship. So I'm excited about that. And and she's wanted to come today to kind of get a feel for who you are and what our purpose is for the the retreat. And to, oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, we want to welcome you, Erin. You have a very special surprise with you today. We may hear we may hear some little sounds in the background. That is true. Thanks so much for having me. And I have my two-month-old Killian with me as well. So talking about generational, we've got many generations represented. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Is this your first child? He's actually my second. I have an eight-year-old little girl. How exciting. Mr. Killian. Well, I'm getting ready to have uh, a new crew, Carol. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I don't know if you remember our sons, David and Danny. Uh, Danny had a boy and a girl, our only granddaughter, and she is now pregnant uh, with twins. And it's a little boy and a little girl, and she's going to name them um, Levi and Holly. And she, she and Aaron have a little boy, um, a little girl named Crossland. They mm-hmm. made up her name, and I thought that was very unique. But, you know, uh, we were talking to some of the engineers this morning, and they asked, we were talking about celebrating, you know, finishing, actually, 34 years of love talking in Austin. And our uh, Gavin asked, uh, you know, have you found something to talk about all that time? <laughs> and I said, well, I was born basically in the generational uh, period from 1925 to 1945. And that is called the silent generation. <laughs> I've never been silent today in my life. So, But we are thrilled you're going to hear. We're, going to li- we're living today, Carol, in some desperate times in America. Yes, ma'am. And they so remind me of a time when e- Ezekiel was the prophet mm-hmm. and the voice of God for the Israeli people. And Israel was in bad straits. They, they just had almost forgotten uh, who their God was, mm-hmm. and he uh, he began to pray really strongly for answers to some of their questions. And you know that's what we're doing across the nation today. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are praying and seeking God for the answers to some of the needs and the questions that we have. But a very strange thing happened with Ezekiel. As he began to pray, he moaned and groaned, and suddenly God opened the grave, mm-hmm. and they started. Bouncing around the bones, dry bones, quit being dry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, and it began to sing, and you know uh, that tells us God has a hearing aid, and He wants to hear from us mm-hmm. and and guide us in times like these. And we are not to be silent; we are we are to be very verbal. And so I'm excited about um, what we're going to be doing up in in Belton, and. Um, uh, one of the things that we'll start with is a question, and the question is this, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to follow up with that, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that we might begin to move in regard to training uh, those women who really want to be used by God. Yes. Yes, I'm very excited about that. It's a it's a passion of mine to see people get connected with their purpose in life and to find their places of service. Uh, it's one of the reasons I enjoy being the connections coordinator at my church is that you know it fulfills that passion for me of uh, seeing people come and be excited. And I ask them what they're what what is it that really excites you or what is it that really burns you up? You know, because when you get excited about stuff like that and you have a passion. You can uh, use the gifts and talents that God's given you to make a difference in this world. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy that part of uh, my job and being able to fulfill my passion. Mm-hmm. Who are you at inviting? Who are we encouraging to come to this conference? I think all of the women who, in the back of their minds, think I could be doing something else. I need to be doing more, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like I'm completing what I could be doing in this world and that God has something else for me or something more. And that uh, it just needs a little bit of a, the door open for them to, to see what that other possibility is and, and for them to begin yearning and seeking what it is that God has for them. You know, I know that you're familiar with personalities because mm-hmm. we go way back. And, and uh, I uh, 
with uh, the Millers uh, produced Florence Littower's tape series that we did here in Austin. And I know that you and and our singles at that time, we were at a church where we were doing, we were uh, department heads Mm -hmm. uh, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, for singles mm-hmm. and not necessarily college, although we did have a lot. Mm-hmm. But it was a time when p- women were beginning to look at what it is that God would have me do. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, one, young women who have children. And But as singles, um, you know, even they had a passion for doing that. And so we, I remember that out of that group, all the group that, that we really poured into for, oh, about seven years, I think it was, was you and Don Fawcett. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about Don. Uh, I'm just in touch with him on Facebook now. Um, he has he has a lot to share on Facebook and very deep thoughts, and uh, he doesn't mind putting it out there. And sometimes uh, he might strike a nerve with people, but most of the time I, I'm just totally agreeing with what he says and saying an amen to that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he's found his place of service and being fulfilled in what he's doing, and, and I uh, am excited about that for him and, and look forward to us discussing things through Facebook more often. You know, uh, we we discovered him uh, in those early years when he was in the drug in a drug movement, and he was walking down um, a street right off of fourteen thirty one, uh, hired a kite, and a man picked him up, and and uh, asked him where he was going. He didn't know where he was going. He said, "Well, let me tell you something. I know where you, what you need to get where you really need to be." You know, that's something to say, Carol. Yes, yes. I know what you really need to be where you want to be or where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And he read, he led Don to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so the next Sunday, our pastor uh, called, uh, I mean, he showed up. And our pastor uh, got with him to be sure that, you know, he was um, uh, going to get connected because mm-hmm. he didn't want him floating around. And Don came forth in that singles ministry that you were such a big part of uh, to begin to realize how important it is to be a man of God. Yes. And he uh, got some support and went to um, went to college, uh, went on to get a, uh, I don't think he got a doctorate, but he is a, he is a counselor. So mm-hmm. through the years, you know, as we look back on that period of time, uh, we are reminded so closely of the input that you had and Don had in the lives of so many young adults. And it was a really uh, uh, influential part of my life uh, being in that group and realizing uh, through you and, and Van that we were complete in Christ and that no matter what we've been through with marriages and failed marriages and, and single parenting, that God could use us. And it was what I like to say. I I came out of my wilderness, that I had been wandering in a wilderness, and that was my way out. So I was real happy to be a part of that and to know that uh, God could use me. And, you know, just started with little things like making phone calls to the other singles to Mm -hmm. find out what they were doing and whether or not they'd be interested in in, uh, participating in things with us there. Well, you know, that was an exciting time for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had moved from Austin up to the lake house because we hit that 1985 bomb where 
you know, in, uh, real estate was not selling and people, you couldn't give anything away. And so we just, it, it was a major change for us as well to move. Because I'd always been in, in women's ministry and uh, had done great big conferences with Florence and the one I was talking about where we did the video thing. Because Van and I are celebrating this uh, coming the first week of October. We will celebrate 30 four years of television and radio in the Austin area. And I never thought this little gal from Cut and Shoot, Texas would have that opportunity. <laughs> well, Carol, I am so thrilled you're here today because it's going to give us an opportunity to talk about some things that are really happening and that have happened consequently in your life that God has used. And so if you'll stay with us, we'll hear from some of our good sponsors and we'll be right back with us. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all those wonderful sponsors and uh, helpers that we have that make it possible for us to be here, Gavin. Uh, almost 34 years. That's a long time for this little granny, right? Right. Well, we are talking today with some good friends. Uh, we are talking about uh, what it is in life that God has for us once we say yes to him. And my motto for life has been a long, long time. He plus me equals we. That is lousy grammar, Karen. <laughs> but it's perfect 
analogy of, of who we are in Christ. Absolutely. He plus me. We can't live this life alone. That's right. He gives us a personality. He gives us, you know, education, all the things to become a, a person that really represents him. But we, you know, we can't do it within our own strength. And so we've been talking about gaps. Gap is a, is, is Ezekiel looked at it. Mm-hmm. When he cried out to God and said, this whole nation is, you know, in the distress, is in destruction. All of the description that he gave us. And God said, okay, Ezekiel, I got your message. But I want to tell you something. There's coming a day when I'm going to take out their cold, stony hearts and do what? Put in a brand new heart. What was that heart, Kara? A heart for him and a heart for loving God Mm -hmm. and loving others. So, and you know, it is so exciting to know that He transplants that to us as well. Yes, Uh, that's why we're here is to be a heart of love and compassion. And so, you know, we we need that today in America as we look out and we see all the things that are just you know, uh, one day Putin's up, next day it's somebody else. You know, it's it's just constant conflict in the world of government and. it is a time in our life when we really do need to be praying and seeking God for some answers. But we, a gap is God's appointed place mm-hmm. for a God-anointed person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you know, we have a new president. Uh, whether we like him or not, he's what God allowed to be there. And we need to pray for him and, and instruct him and, and do a number of things for him. Mm-hmm. And so we do that for our pastors as well. Yes, Yes. Because we are in a war, and, and it's just like Ezekiel said, you know, I, I, we, we need to do something, God. I can't work through this. I can't live through this. Mm-hmm. So I want us to start. One of the things that has made uh, ministry, uh, well, powerful for Van and for me has been the knowledge of personalities. And that came as a result of my doing a, a conference much like this one that we're doing in Belton. Uh, where we brought in a speaker, and we learned from that speaker how to be a better woman leader. Mm-hmm. Because there is this stretch in uh, Christendom mm-hmm. today, Carol, where women don't have the places, in some cases, that, of leading and guiding and loving and caring. Mm-hmm. And so that that is the thing, I think, that in the 1980s, late 80s, God did for Austin is he, we brought in some help to, to begin to teach us how to be a leader, not just a wife and a mother, but a leader in our community. Right. And uh, we were just talking about that on the way up here, about being fulfilled both as a mother and as a, a worker out in the community, that, that we can find fulfillment in both of those, and we don't have to feel guilty about the fact that we enjoy being in the community and being able to uh, bring what we've been gifted with to um the workplace mm-hmm. and yet still be good parents too and so uh that was really you know important for me to find out especially when I went through the single parent thing you're you're trying to figure <laughs> out yeah. how do I do both of those but you know it really mattered a lot to me and uh the fact that uh, I learned early on from you about the personalities really helped me too to understand not to expect things from myself that mm-hmm. weren't part of my personality that right. I should work in my strengths and not try to be somebody else. You know, that is a really hard lesson to learn somebody mm-hmm. uh, through the years. Uh, 
it's you know God has truly blessed us that we've been able to do the ministries that we do and uh, and He's provided for us and when you look at the gap of of looking to see how your life's going to be valuable to God mm-hmm. you've got to look at the things that He gives us and He gave us a promise He said this I know the plans I have for you mm-hmm. they're plans for what for hope and a future mm-hmm. yeah it was very important to me. It's, uh, that's been my life verse for several years, and um, because my personality style is melancholy choleric, which mm-hmm. means I like a plan and I like to be in charge of the plan. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> so, except I'm not melancholy. <laughs> so when I feel like things are unraveling or that I don't have control of what's going on, I remember that verse of scripture that says I have a plan and my plans are going to be better than your plans. So I try to remember that when I get all busy in making my plans that His is bigger and eternal and has parts of it that I don't know about, you know, that I can't see. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to uh, be aware of the fact that he's got something really big for me. And, you know, sometimes it takes a while because our plans are from the more immediate Mm -hmm. uh, future that we can see, but he has eternity in mind. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons that one of my gaps is the fact that that I got a college degree in Christian ministries in 1974, but I didn't actually begin in ministry until 2008. You know, as a paid staff person. So uh, his gaps can sometimes be several years but in the making, but it's part of his plan. And don't, don't be discouraged when it takes a while. That is wonderful, Carol, because, you know, we get to looking at ourselves and the sorrows that we have and maybe the anticipation we had for maybe a, a success in an area. And that's not where God's leading us mm-hmm. to be, yeah. you know. And I know especially, uh, Aaron, as you with a mother uh, of two babies, you know, you're looking at the future. What Do you know what your personality strengths are? So we were talking about that on the way uh, down here, and I don't know that I've done the specific personality trait test that you're talking about, but yeah. I've done like the Myers-Briggs. So I know that one, but yeah. I don't. We were we were saying that I probably am. Was it the col- choleric? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but I haven't officially um, done that. Well, I, I I think I may have an extra test for you today. I'll give you, or Carol can do that uh, mm-hmm. before we have the conference. I'd really like to know. You're going to be our worship leader for mm-hmm. that. Tell me what that's going to. How blessed are we going to be with oh. that? <laughs> Well, I am um, definitely just the vessel. Um, the Lord definitely is is the one who who provides the blessing. I just, um, you know, I'm there, and um, I've been really inspired by kind of what we are going to be talking about, as Carol had shared. Um, you know, talking about being a, a wife and a, a mother, and then also, you know, I, I work full time on maternity sure. leave right now. Um, but just, you know, the gifts that, that he's given us and, and how different stages in life, uh, different opportunities in mm-hmm. life, you know, uh, present themselves and how, how to be faithful in that when they present or when they don't. That's true. <laughs> so um, I'm excited uh, to, to, to learn and spend this time, um, you know, at the retreat and um, just trying to find um the the songs and the music that you oh, know that yeah. the spirit leads that goes along with with what we were talking about and there's one song called Daughter of the King that um, as y'all were talking about it 
Um, and one of the lines that I love is, his blood poured out for who you are, not who you want to be. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And I just kind of keep thinking of that right now, you know, being a, a mother of a newborn and feeling like, oh, my gosh, you know, every day is different. And am I successfully caring for this little person? Uh-huh. And then I have an 8-year-old who has her own needs and trying to be there for her and um, looking at returning to work and things like that like that it's definitely an adjustment and so I keep thinking about how regardless of how I perform um, you know I am who I am who's mm-hmm. God's sure. made me to be and that he died for me that way those flaws those weaknesses all of those things and um, so I definitely you know um, I'm looking for those those words through music to to further enhance and I'm always amazed whenever I'm asked to to lead worship um that the Holy Spirit does move and brings those those songs mm-hmm. to to the forefront it's always well amazing. I'm excited about it I, it's been a while since I've done a personality thing because I, there's so many other things that I do but it is so much a part of who I am uh and who uh and what it is that we in each one of our own lives need to look at our strengths and our weaknesses and begin to ask God to put us in a place where we could be of the best use to him. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's from that little motto I have, he plus me equals we. He is waiting on us. Mm-hmm. And when we ask the question, who are you, we want to know where are you in your knowledge of who you are and what it is that he has planned for your life. And so we, we um, you know, we want to talk about, uh, some growing up gaps, especially, uh, Carol, in your life. Uh, we do need to take our break in a minute. But I want us to talk about um, your childhood. You know, what what generation were you born in? I was born in the silent, believe it or not, <laughs> from 1925 to 1945. That was during World War II. And my dad was drafted during that time because of the skills that he had. Mm -hmm. And we had a radio station, and every Saturday my job was to um, put... We didn't have telephones, Carol. Now, I don't know if that was part of your life (laughs) growing up or not, but it was that silent in that we didn't have the communication that we have today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what I did on Saturday, we put out a milk bottle on our porch all the week and let people drop their requests in that bottle... Then my job on Saturday was to pull those requests out, pull up the the records, and for my dad to go on the air because it was a weekend uh, station, mm-hmm. and we'd hook up to the Grand Ole Opry on on, on Saturday night, <laughs> and my mom would roll up her wool rug, and you know uh, those are memories from mm-hmm. my past. Mm-hmm. But you know, think that I was born in a silent period of time. <laughs> I've never been silent in my life. I had a major speech impediment till I was in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. uh, and really, by the time we came to Austin, it was the back. It was you know. Pretty pretty rough, too. And I went to the dentist because I had a little dental problem. He said, lady, you've got a forward tongue thrust. <laughs> and I said, what's that? How have I been living with that all my life? <laughs> yeah. I, he, and when I talk about it, I can't talk. I stutter again. But we are in, in studio today with Carol Sinkle uh, from uh, Temple, Texas, and Belton, and with Erin. And we're talking about, you know, what it is. 
that God has in store for us when we come to that point that we commit totally to Him. And we will be back with Love Talk right after this. And we're going to talk about child education and, and, uh, and relationships and how important they are to us, Carol, during the time we're serving Lord Jesus. Right after this, Carol. Hi, this is John Cotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, and humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal, published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation. Go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud Proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Welcome back to Love Talk. We in studio today. This is Evelyn Davison. And uh, we are, have scheduled a very special conference, uh, a retreat for women up in the Belton area, September the 6th through the 8th, a Friday night and Saturday, whatever that first weekend is. I don't have the dates here before me, but I want to invite you to be a part of that if you're interested. And we'll give you a number where you might call uh, before the end of the program today. But in the studio with me is, is our longtime friend, Carol Sinkle. And we've already discussed that we went from uh, being a single um, Sunday school director and church director for our church, major church in, in our area as good friends and that you were our helper. And looking back over some of those times and the success, Carol, that you've had in ministry and others, it's just like a, it's like a big blow of bubble gum for me. <laughs> I just get really excited. But I do want to talk today, we do, about, you know, this generational gap that we were talking about and find out what it is that growing up, in these different gaps in life. What influence has God had in your life in that regard? Well, I was uh, born and raised in Temple. Um, I'm back in the house that we moved into when I was six months old. So uh, our my homestead and roots are very deep in the Temple area. Um, growing up, um, 
we were six people, mom, dad, and four four children. And my dad was a practicing alcoholic until just a few years before he died at 45 years old. Um, so that had a an effect on me because uh, he was what I learned later was called a passive abuse because I didn't get the nurturing I should have. So so when I got to trying to understand fatherly love as far as God's concerned, it took a while for me to work through mm-hmm. that. But it was very important for me to understand in the long run. But I think a lot of us have that because we didn't have fathers who nurtured us like they should. So it t- it's a little bit harder for us to understand fatherly love. But it, but when it, when we do, then it's even sweeter. Um, and so I grew up in a house where the, my father was uh, more or less absent uh, relationally from me. And my mother was uh, trying to keep a roof over our heads. Uh, she had not worked outside the house until after he passed away. And so um, when she did work, uh, she sat at the same job for the rest of her career and retired from there. So it taught me uh, mm-hmm. a good example of how you work and you you just keep going to work you might always not not like what's going on but you keep going to work and and you remain a good employee through good and bad and so um i like to say that she taught me that um from the very moment i can remember my earliest memories were being in church Mm. and that was being in the nursery as a toddler and uh, mrs cowan would be holding me and if i played like i was asleep she would keep rocking me so you know, I just I just remember the love that I felt by being, you know, in her lap and being held by her. And so church was always a positive experience for me. So I didn't run away from it at any time. I ran towards it. So um, that's one of the things I like to do in, as part of my ministry is to help people understand that it's a community of faith that loves them and that they get to have that love back and forth between each other and be more of who they were created to be by investing themselves in the other people that are part of your community of faith. But um, I had some very influential Sunday school teachers who taught me scripture. Uh, I went through the sunbeams and the GAs and the YWAs, all those Baptist things that we do. Uh, And uh, then I had a youth pastor who uh, was very inspirational and led to me being feeling the call into ministry when I was in high school. And... um, after that, I'll, I went to college and got a degree in Christian ministries. But because I was in the Baptist mm-hmm. denomination, there was not a lot of avenues for me to express my calling uh, as a woman. And so uh, that, along with a lack of family support in that area, just kind of put me in that wilderness. And I kept wandering further and further away while I was, you know, in the wilderness Um my way out started in the singles department at New Hope and mm-hmm. finding that I could minister as a woman. It was still in voluntary volunteering, but I was uh, involved in the singles department and the women's ministry uh, and built up an experience of being help, help to others and then finding who they were, even though they were single or divorced or all the things that happened in life, and especially as women, that we have a place of service in um, in this world, and that God created us for that. So um, kept plugging along with that, and uh, then I moved back to Temple to help take care of my mom. And we had um, a little ad in the paper for uh, administrative assistant at Foundation United Methodist Church. And so I thought, I think that's my ticket into ministry. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they realized it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I appreciate the fact that uh, they had faith in me, 
and they hired me that way, and things grew from there. Um, kept be- becoming more and more involved in the ministry at the church uh, through the gifts and graces that God had provided with all the experience over the years. Uh, so uh, grew in that ministry and moved from administrative assistant to uh, now I'm a connections coordinator, which is a little bit of everything as far as uh, small groups and and uh, welcoming and discipleship and adult education and outreach and all those things. But part it's just part of who God created me to be. I'm so grateful that I have the fact, the opportunity to express that as a woman. Uh, and yet you still find these little uh, bits and pieces of the of the world that thinks there's a difference between a man and a woman as far as their service to God. And so uh, even now with the experience that I've had, I'm celebrating my 10th anniversary at the church and um, learning how to respond to that that's still out in the world, all the, the brokenness that we have mm-hmm. that um, that makes people not see what other people have to, to offer. And you know, Carol, that is, that's such a need today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all strapped to some degree by uh, hang-ups uh, and, and families. Uh, oh, in, you know, in professions uh, and especially in churches today, I think that uh, there, there has been this period of time when uh you know, men and women, and, and my grandmother, first time I ever went to church, I went my grandmother. The men sat on one side of the church, and the women sat on the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't understand that because I'd never been to church before. My fa- my father was a deist, and he thought God had lived uh, and made the world and made people. But then he just left it all and went to do something else. And so there was no interchangeable faith experience that I had until uh, I was, uh, he was in the Navy, and and we had to move, and I had a a school teacher who helped me, especially because of the language description I had, Uh, and she told me one day, I was just kind of crying and carrying on, and uh, we had an after-school time for families whose mothers worked, and that was a breakthrough in, in back in World War II. Mm-hmm. Women came out. They started building ships and things. And so, you know, we look at the progress that women have made in ministry through the years. And one of the leading, leading teachers of God's Word in this nation right now is Beth Moore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we can look in individually uh, at how, you know, we express ourselves. Uh, but, you know, when the Lord Jesus is in charge, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's what he's doing with us with the the um, the apple of my eye conference we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Because he does say, you are the apple of my eye. Mm-hmm. And so what is an apple? Well, you look back to the tree time when Adam and Eve were in the garden. And that started women's trouble. She she went to that point that she obe- disobeyed God. God put two trees in the garden. He said one is for good and the knowledge and, and for growth, and the other is for choice. You choose to what kind of life you're going to have, but you don't touch the you don't touch the fruit of that tree. And she couldn't stand it. She just had you know that wanting that more than anything. And of course, it just brought all kind of things down, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't see it as being um, 
as bad as it used to be, but there are still some areas where women are not recognized for the leadership skills they have. But that's okay. You know, God gives us, even with our own family or with our neighborhood, one of the biggest movements in this nation right now is in the area of prayer. And I remember 28 years ago, I went and called on a pastor named Trey Kent to deliver, well, it was actually 26 years ago, to deliver the Good News Journal. Mm-hmm. And he had come from A&M, went to, got a doctorate in Christianity, in, in uh, some kind of stuff. I give him what it was now that Trey got. But anyway, he came to open and build a church, and he has done that to experience that every year in January they have 350 pastors in this city that go up to Buckner's for a retreat. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, we have written this new book, Praising and Praying Across America. And we took that book to Washington, D.C., with 12 discipleship groups back in April, called on every senator and every representative and gave them a copy of the book and prayed with either them or their staff. You know, for Austin to have come from that point to the point where we are now is a miracle of God. But you know what? It would not have, I shouldn't say would not have happened. God used the method of women coming together to pray and teach and, and teach each other when we made homemade signs that said women praying here today and stuck them in our front yard, mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest events that ever happened in Austin was when Alan Nagel came to town with Campus Crusade. And he uh, put up a billboard that said, I have found it with a phone number. And that's all it said. And people all that phone number, what have you found? He said, I found the love of God. And one of those men that that he made a uh, that made a response to that was a guy named uh, he was an attorney Michael Brandis. You remember Michael? I remember Michael. Yes, yes. You know you don't ever know when you plant a seed what God's going to grow, mm-hmm. and that's why this conference is so important. It's mm-hmm. the apple of my God wants to plant in each one of us a tree that will go forth out in our world and, and bear fruit. Yes. And so we do this with men. One year, I, for one solid year, I taught men how to live the apple life hmm. uh, in a restaurant with, with a woman helper. But they were young men that were eager and hungry. And so, you know, it, the world is open to us. You know, we may not can go down there and cut the bread and serve the serve the wine, but you know, God is opening that, and that's what we want to do is find those women that are looking for a way to get trained and get placed that they might be in the hand of God. It's time for us to take our break. We're preaching, and we'll be right with Karen and Sinkler right after this. Stay with us. Hi, this is Steve Washburn. Pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. 
That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. And thanks again to all of you sponsors, uh, your advertisers, who make it possible for us to be here. And as you can tell, I am really excited today because we are moving forward uh, in uh, in just a few days, a couple of weeks, before we celebrate our 34th anniversary. Uh, of love talking in Austin, and part of what we will be doing will be this conference in Belton. And Carol, uh, Carol, tell me again some of the details about it, what we'll be doing, and and how important it is again for us as women uh, to get put ourselves in a place where God can begin to train us and place us in a gap that will be appointed by Him. Uh, the retreat is planned for September 7th and 8th. It's a Friday night, Saturday. Um, the Cedar Break uh, Renewal Center, where we have the, com- the conference, the retreat, is really nice location. It's off of the road, and when you get back in there, they have it so secluded that you feel like you're miles away from everything. So it's a really good place to have a retreat. And we have the women coming uh, to learn about more of who they are, who God has created them to be. And part of that is learning what their personalities are. And when you learn what your personality is and what other people's personalities are, then it makes it easier for you to be in relationship with people when you understand their personality isn't what yours is and what feeds theirs and what feeds yours. So um, we want women to understand they're complete in Christ uh, that they have worth and benefit and that there's a plan for them, each one of them, you know, and that sometimes we get caught up in being in our, our uh, jobs and our careers and things and we forget that we are missionaries to the world everywhere we are. Uh, every single minute of every day, we're on mission for God, regardless of whether we're standing in line at the grocery store or whatever. So we want to know I want them to know that as they leave the retreat and they understand about who they are, 
that they can interact with the world in a new way and be ambassadors for Christ in everything that they do, whether it's being a domestic engineer and a stay-at-home mom or whether they're in the workplace, that God has put them there and he has a plan for them to be uh, effective witnesses for him and for what he's doing in the world. So that's what we hope to get from that. Okay, that is on September 7th and 8th. 7th and 8th. And give them a number. The number you can call for information is 254-780-9673. That's the church office, and we will make sure to get you all the information about it. Or you can go to our website, which is foundationumc.org. So that has a lot of good information, and there's a registration tab on there, so you can fill out your registration, and we'll get in touch with you from that. You know, Carol, this is a wonderful opportunity for our friends here in the Austin area to take a little retreat and get out of town and uh, and begin to equip because school starts and, you know, a lot of things change and uh, from the summertime to the fall. And uh, and God really does uh, want us to be put ourselves in a position where he can use us. Mm-hmm. And so... It, some of us are so threatened by not knowing how to do that mm-hmm. that we just never feel like we're accomplished much in life. And I, and I talk to just not only women but men in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things that we'll do while while we're in the is that we'll have a worship time mm-hmm. with with uh, with music and. And then what else besides the teaching that I'll do? I'll speak on Friday night, and I'll tell the wee story. I call it the wee story mm-hmm. uh, because it is um, it is important that we come to realize and, and make a commitment that at this particular place of gap in our life that we are secure in knowing who we are and why we're here. Yes. And so I'll tell my story. And then on on. Uh, Saturday morning, we will be again with the first session. And what we'll do is Friday night, we'll give them a copy of the Personality Plus test. Mm-hmm. It's a very extensive test, but it's easy to take in about an hour. It takes about an hour to do it and come to, you know, m- make all the transactions you need to make. And there's, it's simple enough that you don't have to have any any counseling in doing that. So that part of it we'll do on Friday night before we go to sleep or you get up in the next morning. We'll get up and we'll be ready to go. So the first first teaching session is that we will teach the strengths and, and look at some of the weaknesses of what we have as women who are women in Christ. Yes. It's this we thing. Yes. And then after we do that test, after the teaching part of it, well, then we'll have an individual time to get with those of like temperament. Mm -hmm. And there are four of those. First is the sanguine, which is the popular, fun-loving party gal. Party. Yeah, Mm -hmm. party. Everything's got to be fun or it's Mm -hmm. not worth anything. That's right. The second one is called the choleric, which is the powerful. The the sanguine is the popular person. They're looking for popularity. The second one is is choleric, which means you know, I'm going to choke you on around the collar. It is the basic strong leader of the personalities. Mm-hmm. And that one we will have a very strong uh, Dell computer expert leading that group. And then the other one is the melancholy, which wants everything perfect. That's you right. told us you're, you are choleric melancholy. You are, you are uh, powerful, 
perfectionist. <laughs> perfectionist. Thank you. I had word, trouble with that word. Uh, and that is very good. I mean, that is so needed in our nation. People that can get together and think and work out all these theories. And then the third, the fourth one is the phlegmatic. And that is, some people say the lazy one. But he's like, phlegmatic just means that you're not out there flagging down the <laughs> world and saying, stop, let me get on this train. It means that it's a peaceful peaceful person mm-hmm. and you know we those are wonderful people in our life we get callers get frustrated with them because you don't do opposites so you'll never see uh you'll never see a choleric phlegmatic that's Correct. not a, a natural combination it's it's wounding there and the same way with with the sanguine and the melancholy because sanguines never get anything right you know <laughs> we're always patching up and melancholy is, as you say, we want that traditional routine. Don't bother it. Don't shake it. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it takes all four of those personalities to make an impact on society. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are in right now. So what, how would you invite women today that maybe have never been a leader to, to come and experience what we're going to experience? Well, I think it's, um, it'll be very entertaining that we... Uh, We'll be looking at our personalities, but we're going to do that in the context of being in fellowship with other women. So there's going to be some fun stuff going on, too. Uh, before we let them do their personality profiles on Friday night, we're going to play a little bunko. So that can reveal personalities in itself when you get people <laughs> hollering over a, a dice game, which uh, is just a lot of fun. Uh, but part of the reason for the retreat is the fellowship and for them to be around other women who understand who they are and that you understand together that you make a powerful force in this world, that God has each of you put you there for that reason. And so if you're inquisitive at all about why am I here and what is my purpose and how does that affect where I am right now, the people that I see from day to day, because that's God's placed you where you are right now for a purpose and for you to understand that and go forth with it and feel confident and powerful in that you're doing God's will by being who you are and not trying to be somebody else to fill the shoes of somebody else, but that you're unique and you're a combination of who he wants you to be and that there's nobody else like you in the world, but you are who you are for this time, for this gap in your life, and for you to be confident in that that's, that's a good thing. And it will be very freeing and exciting and motivating for you to know who, that part about yourself. You know, that is, we all have that gap in there of those things we've not learned, those things that we we would really have a desire to do. How it is that God can take us from where we are and move us into this we life? It is mm-hmm. a we life. You know. But as we close it to Karen, I want to really thank you. Give us our phone number again. We want to be okay. sure we have that on. Okay. It's 254 254- seven eight zero nine six seven three or the website which is foundation dot org. Okay. Well we thank you for being with us today, Carol. And we want to say thank you to all of you uh supporters who uh join us every week for Love Talk. You know, we've talked today about the we life and we we are not who we ought we deserve to be or want to be apart from the love of the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step that you have to make in the we life. And 
it is so important that you come to understand that in a way that will make a difference not only in your life but in the life of your family. And so if you're not a Christian, uh, it's not too late. He said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He is offering that to you today. If you want to talk to somebody about the wee life that we've talked about today, give me a call on our love line, 512-249-6535, or go to Love Talk Network, or go to www.thegoodnewsjournal.net. We publish the new journal, and it'll be out next week. In the meantime, we thank you so much for joining us today. And think about this. Why are you here? What is it that you don't have that you need to live the life that God wants to give you? What is it that you need to do today to come closer to him if you are a Christian so that you might be used by him in a way that will make a difference in our world? These are trying days in America. We look at where we are in this nation. We think about what it is that we need to do. And it's simply this. We need to get out of the prayer closets and get on active duty and be women and men of God who are willing to love and share and go into those hard places and help people come to understand that God loves us. He has a plan for us. And just as he had a plan for Adam and Eve, he has one for you. And so we want to offer you that opportunity. If you want to call us, we'll be happy to mail you a free Bible. You can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. In the meantime, we pray this will be a wonderful week for you as you learn better how to love walk with Jesus and love talk with Jesus.